Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. I'm uh, your toasty hosty, Mark Ovenden. Uh, this is Calling All Sports. We're on 15 stations in three states. And uh, actually, the cool part today, I've, I've been talking about the fact that our air conditioning isn't working right now, and I've got a fan sitting next to me. Tom Mitchell is just, I i always sing his praises. I said he was my hero yesterday when he showed up with a fan. He's bringing a treat. He's bringing an ice cream treat for me. So um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. So hopefully it gets here before I have to leave. For the, I'll just wait until he gets back. Simple as that. Um, that's just how kind some people can be, and he is a, he's a gem. So uh, you're probably glad you're not sitting in the studio with me, Tom Jansa, our next guest. You're, you're in a special place. A course, there aren't many great courses in South Dakota that I have not played. And this is newer, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't played it. But uh, Elkhorn Ridge and Spearfish, I've played Spearfish Canyon quite a few times. In fact, you're not going to believe this. Well, you might, because you know how <laughs> crazy I am about playing golf. I I had... Um, I have, was wearing a boot, okay, and I went out there for the Sturgis Rally with a buddy, and I could have cared less about what was, I, I was, I'm not a bike rider, I was just there to go out for the concerts and stuff and just get a little feel for what it was like, so during the day sure, when he went sure. off bike riding, I went up to, to play Spearfish Canyon, which I've played several times, and I had a boot, and I thought, I'm just going to, I'm going to see if I can do a few holes. I walked 18 holes with a boot. <laughs> Does not surprise me. No, it's uh, and, and I've always thought of that as one of my favorite courses. That and Heart Ranch, yeah. and I mean, uh, you know, Red Rock's a really good. I haven't played Red Rock yet, and believe it or not, and that's been around long enough. But Elkhorn Ridge, Todd Jones, who is my daughter-in-law's dad, we he tried to get me out there last year or last summer to go for kind of a golf weekend, and we'll do it this year hopefully. Um, but he just couldn't wait to get me out there. Talk to me about that course and what makes it so special. Well, Elkhorn Ridge, uh, just, just outside of Spearfish and, uh, it started out as a nine hole course and then they built another nine, you know, several years later. Uh, it, and it's just, uh, just really got not only just great scenery. I mean, uh, uh, but the holes are, are, are really cool. They're car, go from up on top of ridges and then you're going through these valleys with the rock. And I mean, it's just, just, it's just really pretty. And 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 really good shot values too. I um, was really impressed with it when I first uh, when I first played it uh, last year. So, is it fair based on whatever tee you play from? Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, there's plenty of short tees. Uh, you don't need to take off more than you can chew for sure. But it's uh, it's a definitely a test from the back for sure. So, what's your event that you're out there for? We are out here for kind of a combination event. We've got our regular uh, upper division junior tour called the Sanford Golf Series, uh, playing a one-day event here. And then kind of concurrently, we are, are doing a, a qualifier for the Nota Begay Junior National Golf Championship. It's a tournament that uh, Nota started a few years ago. He wanted to have a, a junior tournament that was open to everybody, kind of like the equivalent of the U.S. Open. And so we're here doing a local qualifier, and the kids that qualify – they get to go play a two-day event in uh, uh, outside of Minneapolis, and uh, then they get to go and be on national TV. The winners get to play in uh, Louisiana in November. Okay, so Minneapolis is like a regional qualifier. Yes, right? exactly. So is that, was yesterday the 
Sanford Tour event, and today is this, or are they, con- mm-hmm. they concurrent? No, yeah, just they do them at the same time. Some some of the kids are playing in both. Some of them are just playing in one or the other. But, yeah, we do them, do them uh, concurrently. Okay, so your score is the same for both. Exactly. Gotcha. All right. What's your favorite place to go hang out? Uh, Tom, Tom Jansa joins us. He's executive director of the South Dakota Golf Association, which means, uh, as uh, you know, you've, you spent a ton of your years here in town at Elmwood, and now you're out all over the place, and I'm sure you, pl- much like me, you played a lot of courses when you were here, but now you, as part of your job, you get to go pretty much everywhere. You don't necessarily play, but you get to all the courses over a certain period of years, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, particularly the ones that we hold our whole our, our events on, our eighteen hole courses. But uh, I've been making my way around to some of the some of the niners that I uh, that I either haven't haven't uh, ever been at or haven't been around in a while, and that's 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 fun as well. So um, yeah, but uh, I'd say spearfish. You know, I'm reacquainting with the the the, the spearfish canyon course, the, the renovations that they did uh, a couple years ago really improved that uh, course. It's always been good. And then, like like I said, to to kind of discover uh, Elkhorn Ridge and how good it is. Um, yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool place here. Plus, it's right next to Deadwood, and I may have gone in and uh, <laughs> and played this played. I may have been seen at the Zeus machine last night at Cadillac Jacks, but I'm not sure. Okay, all right. Well, unless somebody calls and said you said you were seen there, <laughs> then I'm going to go with your word. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. What about Hot Springs? That used to be nine. Now that's eighteen. And when it was a nine hole course. Even when it was a nine-hole course, I remember back, gosh, this would have been about 30 years ago when I was at Kello, we did the best holes in the state. Not yeah. like what I did when I went out and did the Mean 18 for like three or four years at KDLT where we went out and played with the pro and all that, and it was really a blast. Yeah. But we actually did the best nine, nine, best 18-hole courses in the state, and I remember thinking there were probably two holes out of the nine at Hot Springs that belonged on that 18 best holes in the state. Yeah, yeah, they've done a they've done a nice job down there, and uh, we're actually um, doing one of our match play uh, local qualifiers there uh, next weekend. Kind of the first, you know, um, not a true championship SDGA championship, but at least uh, getting some players onto that course. So we're looking forward to hearing what they might, you know, what they have to say about it. It's a little short. It's hard to have every not going to hold uh, you know the state amateur there or anything but there 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 could be a there could be a tournament in the future for them if, uh, if it's the right one but it's but it's an absolutely gorgeous golf course yes no doubt about it you know that's the thing i'm not necessarily even talking about from a championship level i'm talking about from right. a, going to play golf and going wow level that's that's one you got to play isn't it oh yeah absolutely yeah um you know i'm just kind of bouncing around here a little bit which sure. i tend to do uh <laughs> We were just, uh, I was just down at the dunes last Monday and we were talking about, I was explaining to some of the people I was with about how fortunate they are to have survived the flood and, and they made a couple of changes on a couple of holes. I assume they're better prepared for if something like that happens again, but regardless of that, that was a 500 year flood. Hopefully we'll never see that in our lifetime again, but there's a couple of courses that I think of that have rebounded so nicely from that mother nature incident and one of those is the dunes and the other is hillsview which was completely underwater i think the entire course was underwater in pier talk about Everything how the two the of those have bounced green. back i mean well it, yeah you know it's i don't know you know people 
can really appreciate how how much work that is to to re recover from catastrophic events like that. And unfortunately, uh, Elkhorn Ridge we've got spared some of the latest rains, but like uh, here, Spearfish Canyon is really suffering at the moment. So that you know, having run golf courses for years, you know, and 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 to see damage of that of that level, and 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 look out there and 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 you know, to think of what you're going to have to do to get it back and go through that process. I mean, it's, uh, when it's done, it's obviously, uh, uh, a tribute to them for all the, the hard work that they had to do to make it happen. But it's, yeah, it's, it's painful. The dunes is nice. I, I've, I've played it ever since it opened. Uh, it, they've made some nice changes over the years. That ninth hole is still a beast, but it was like, yeah. it was, uh, Phil Mickelson played it for me when they opened, um, 30 years ago and we had they had a media day and he was there and i said well, let's go out and play the ninth hole and he got done and he goes that that was stupidly hard that was too hard of a hole it's amazing how you when you make little changes because they did they widened the fairway they filled in the slough they changed yep. the the contour of the green to go from what used to be an hourglass with all kinds of undulations and a skinny little slot in the middle to it's a much better green it's still a very hard hole but it's amazing when you think about over the years like willow run number 12 at willow run used to be a stinker and now it's a great hole for just anybody that wants to go out there and play it's it's amazing tom when you when you look at a golf course to see what and you did that at you did that at elmwood with several holes what a difference a change in a hole just in how you maybe rebuild the green or rebunker it or whatever or move a tee box or a little bit or something can make in terms of how enjoyable a golf hole can be yeah i think anybody you know that's that's doing the job right at their course is kind of evaluating that stuff as they go and you know things look great on paper and the architect or what you know thinks it's good but until people start to play it and you play it yourself and you think you know that was you know and you can you can tweak things a little bit to make it better but yeah i agree that number nine yeah to have you know, every aspect of it be hard. It was long. It was narrow. It had penalty areas. It had, you know, and, and then, then you got up to the green and it was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do here? Let's, you know, so yeah, they kind of softened some things up. So it's not, it's not everything at one hole, just like Phil said. I mean, it's just, you know, so you can still have it long, but let guys hit driver and let it hit a little bit further and not, you know, not take bonus points and then, you know, give them their got a long shot into this green. I mean, make the green a little bit more friendly and that makes it a better hole. What was the hole that you were most proud of after making a change where you've worked? Well, uh, you know, at Elmwood, um, the, 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 what's now the 16th hole, um, it used to be number 15, and you'd come right off of the back, like courses that were built in the 60s. You'd literally walk right off the back of the 14th green, and you were by the 15th tee. And 15 at Elmwood was great, but it had no place for the slicer. It had all these, this forest on the left, and they couldn't start their ball to the left, and the, and the 12th green was over to the right, and it, you'd get, you remember it. it was, you'd just get bombarded over there because the, the cutters couldn't want to stay away from that penalty area. And so... The genesis of it is that I was scouting around holes for my Jansen's Revenge Tournament where I go off in the boonies. I would go off the property and come through, and I got back behind the 15th tee in an old, where the current 15th, the par 3 that we built is. But back then, it was just a hellhole. It was a, just piles of rubble and compost or whatever, and I'd build a tee back there. And I'm looking, and I think, 
God, if we could cut out a few of those trees over there, we could have this hole come out of this this chute. And it just kind of came to be. And I kind of I kind of brought it to Terry Comstock as almost kind of a joke. And he said, I love that idea. And we were redoing the tee boxes in 2004. And we said, let's just let's just do it. And so we we carved out that uh, uh, couple of hundred big trees. And and uh, I think it's just a lovely hole. Well, it, tell me it hasn't been that long. It's 2004. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. This, this happens to me all the time. I, I would have guessed max it was 10 years ago that you did it. But, yeah, look, it's a, it's a, it's one of the prettier holes looking back from the green at the tee. That, that, oh, it's an easy every, hole, every direction. Even, yeah, I love that hole. It's, it's especially pretty from the green. So, yeah. Um, and, and the par three that you built in there right before it as part of the expansion to the north, uh, fits in perfectly. It kind of spaces it out more. It gives you a little more breathing room on that corner of the course. Well, yeah, that used to, you know, we we had a little trepidation there because that thir- that corner at Elmwood, you know, what we used to call Amen Corner, 13, yep. 14, and 15, as good a stretch of par fours, uh, you know, uh, in, in in the state for sure, uh, with the value, you know, the, the curvature and everything about it. Yeah, and then, you know, but uh, again, uh I'd say 15, that was a really, really good hole. And whenever you're, you're putting a, a single hole or something into an existing course, you're, I'm always reluctant to, you know, it's always hard to make it fit in or seems like it was there. We didn't want it to stick out. So I was, I was proud of that hole as well, that it came out to where, you know, it, it wasn't like, oh, this is, a, this is a hole they just kind of bolted on. Right. But it, it, feels, it feels very much in the flow of the golf course back in that area. Well, for sure. it, it gives you a break from that stretch of hard holes because yep. 13 and 14 are, are very, you know, 13 is a very important tee shot to get it in play. You can, you can be in the fairway and not have a shot to the green. Uh, you know, I, I still like 14 now, or 14 used to be. It's 15 now, yeah. par 4, drive left. That just fits my eye really well. I love that hole. But then 17 now, which used to be, well, 16, is a, yeah. that's a beast. That that was designed to kind of re- at Elmwood. Uh, the old old eighteen hole was the was the closing par four of uh, you know the state back in the day. I mean, and so we kind of looked at it and said, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna re uh, route that hole. Let's let's make seventeen kind of a kind of a replacement for that. So yeah, it's a it's a hole people love to hate, but again, I think uh, I think it's got a really nice big flat green and a bailout area. So again, we didn't we didn't pack too much agony in it. It's just uh, just takes a couple of good shots to to get her up by the green and oh, in. A couple of great shots, uh, <laughs> as opposed to eighteen, where I can't tell you how many times when I used to be able to hit the ball a little further than I can now that I laced one off the tee and got up there and had no shot because of that tree that was out <laughs> in the middle of the right center of the fairway. I mean, I'd hit it down the middle. And it might trickle yeah. it a little to the right, and the tree was in full bloom, and it's like, this is terrible. I got a hundred and eighty yard shot, and I don't have a shot. Yeah, I'm glad that got yeah, replaced. That needed to happen. There, yeah, well, it got replaced by 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 the powers from above. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, by the airport. But no, that got replaced by lightning. That thing got that thing got blown up. Oh, the tree did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so, what's coming up next on the SDGA tour? For tournaments oh, here. wow we're right in the middle of everything uh we've got the women to uh 
senior and uh, mid-amateur events. The uh, entry deadline for that is Wednesday. That's at Bra- in Brandon. We'd love to see some more women play in that. The big thing is our new match play. Uh, we need some women to play in that, too. So any women that are listening, uh, the man- new match play is going to be a blast out in Arrowhead. You're going to get to play three guaranteed matches in the new way that we're doing the the pod system and and you can look at it on the website uh, under our championships banner if you want to learn more about it but uh yeah then we'll be out in in arrowhead for the match play and it's going to be really interesting to see how people like the new format and when is that that's uh men are 14th through the 16th of july and the women are the or men are 13th through the 16th and the women are the 14th through the 16th so the stroke plays in august stroke plays in the first weekend in august okay I know it's not always necessarily been in that order, but they're pretty close to each other. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that that gets that gets us through uh, middle of middle of July and um, about halfway through then. Yeah, this is your busy time. How did the husband wife go? Any divorces? <laughs> no, there very little counseling was needed. From what I was understand. Uh, it's a little bit. We were talking about this before. We've changed the format, kind of, kind of friendly the format up a little bit. It used to be straight alternate shot, and oh. that is that is no. intense golf. No. Where you know there's never a break, and so now we do a couple different modified alternate shots, like the Chapman and a and a and a select shot, where they both get to hit, at least both get to hit the drive and choose. So it's it's a it's a little more user friendly than it used to be, and and certainly uh, uh, produces a maybe a. a it's a slightly less amount of consternation among the players. Consternation. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah, I can remember. I'm not going to say any names here because you you would know them, but I remember people that played in the state husband-wife tournament that would would insist that their spouse whiff the next shot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a... a uh... A valid, uh, an invalid play. It was a good thought, but uh, yeah, it was probably strategically. It was. It made sense for right. sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understood why they did it, but it's like, <laughs> really, that kind of takes away from the spirit of the event. <laughs> and that's still really popular, isn't it? And by the way, that couple who shall remain nameless denies denies that <laughs> to this day. So, oh, so you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, didn't she even have a hole in one Sunday? Was it Minnick? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. The Minnick, uh, Jeff Minnick from Rapid City, ace number sixteen, and made a real run at the championship until the till the Beelers came and uh, birdied a couple holes coming in. It looked yeah. like they, yeah, yeah, that was the championship bracket. They finished second, or the senior yep. division. They finished second, right? Yes, yes. That's pretty cool to have your partner make a hole in one. Yeah, makes your next shot easy. You don't have to hit. yeah save that great shot for the next hole hey speaking of great shots we had uh jonathan uh buckley on here in the first half do you ever get out there and play i think all kinds of fun stuff i mean you you sit us for you and i we kind of set aside our normal golf frame of mind to go out there and play these various games that maybe don't make as much sense to us but they're a blast for everybody else yeah i mean great shots is a lot of fun and we we utilize it a lot The, the association has a as a as a membership and so we take we take clients and golfers and different people out there throughout the year we don't we don't use it too much in the summer and just a little bit too busy but man we we take pretty good advantage of it in the winter and and it's it's fun to see guy and i think it it's hard to quantify how many you know train you know transition to playing real more real golf but i i think 
just anecdotally, I think it. I think people get more excited, have gotten more excited about golf because of it. I would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's not meant to do that, but especially with the growth and the love for the game of golf here in the last, you know, post not post but COVID post yeah. years. It's. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that had to help a lot. Well, hey, yeah. thanks for being on today. I'll stop by next week when you're back. Get a couple of prizes from you for our summer. Oh skip yeah. Day. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. And we'll get All right. you, as soon as the air conditioning's working, I'll get you back in the studio. All right. Well, anybody wants any more, just go to sdga.org. Everything you need to know is there. So. Sounds good. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks, Mark. Tom Jansa, our guest. He is the executive director of the SDGA. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disability. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. 
If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And I just got a text back from a very, very good friend, one of my dear friends, who I said, you got to get a team together and play on Summer Skip Day. He goes, well, all the guys that I would ask have to take a day off from work. And I responded, that's why it's called Skip Day. Skip Day. You're supposed to skip work. That's why we invented Skip Day 14 years ago. And now it's the culmination of our tour. But I mean, all the rest of our tournaments are on Saturday. So you could play this Saturday at the Bridges in Beersford, one of my favorite nine-hole courses. Call 605-763-2202. Or you can play our summer skip day, which is July 28th. That's a Friday at Madison Country Club, 10 o'clock shotgun. So you got a call to get included in that tournament. That's 605-256-3991. Go to our website. There's a link on there with all that information. Get involved. Um, stop by Arby's if this is all making you hungry or thirsty, <laughs> like sitting in a non-air-conditioned building has done for me. It's uh, It's been been a little warmish here the last couple of days. Hopefully we'll get that fixed by tomorrow. Maybe they could go to Lewis Drug and get the parts for this new air conditioner. I saw Mark Griffin yesterday. I forgot to ask him if they have parts for air conditioners. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.